Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The intro music can only mean one man. John McLaughlin, Bucks legend, joins us now here on the Wendy's Big Show with Gary Ellerson, Leroy Butler, and me, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Good afternoon, Johnny Mac. How you doing? Hey, guys. Hey, man. It's beautiful day. I'm good, and I'm good. in the presence of stars. The big thank you, thank you very actors. much, Johnny Mac. Thank oh yeah, you very oh much. yeah, yeah. Oh, you yeah, don't sir. need to introduce the other guys. Hall of Famer, right there. There's a Hall yeah. of Famer. Yeah, you don't need to talk about the other two guys. I know. Uh, yeah, okay. It's about you. Just, just me, <laughs> me and the Hall of Famer talk. Leroy, how you doing, man? I'm doing very well, Johnny Mac. We always talk about you. I don't know if people tell you or not, but we always talk about. Uh, particular players who we like, and I like shooters. So your name always comes <laughs> up. As a matter of fact, when we were, when as soon as the pandemic was a big deal, we were asking like questions about how guys stay in shape for the NBA. And then we learned that a few guys didn't have shooting hoops accessible, and we were shocked to allegedly Giannis did not have a, a shooting uh, hoop. So I advocated him to go to Coach Baldwin's house and shoot at his hoop. I think he got one. So do you think that's a big deal, a guy putting up shots while they've been off this whole time? Or for Giannis, his game is a little bit different. So do you think it'll help hurt his game not being able to shoot for that while? You know, that's a, it's a good question. And I think it depends on the individual. But I think it's important to shoot, and especially for Giannis, who, who uh, has worked on his shooting really hard and it has improved greatly and um i think repetition is really important for him leroy because um conditioning they can do you know uh mm-hmm. they can go out and run they can run stairs they can jump rope you have to be creative but I, I i will say this that in today's world and it's the same way with the packers and the brewers you know these guys we have multiple coaches multiple trainers multiple facilities multiple you know, nutritionist, mullable, everything. And so there's always, there's always been something available in any category for players today. And that's the evolution, and that's fortunate for them and for the clubs because they have such a big investment in them. But, but since they came into the NBA, you know, finding their own way as far as, where can I go find a hoop? Uh, how am I going to stay in condition? Uh, the things that that you have to do on your own, 
I think has really tested a lot of these these players. But people like Giannis, and I'm pretty sure most of our Bucks team, they're pretty dedicated, and I hope they've been doing that. Mm-hmm. Leroy, you got another one? Nope, nope. What, first time in a long yeah, yeah, yeah. First time in a long time, Leroy. Don't back it up with another question. Hey, Jenny Mack, what what's your thoughts on this this thing trying to kick off uh, down there in Disney World with all the teams? Oh well, um, a, a, as a player or even an announcer, I would I I don't like it from a standpoint of of course we would rather play in front of fans. And in a year that the Milwaukee Bucks would probably have the home court the entire playoff, it's a tremendous blow and it's very difficult. Now, on the other hand, because of the way they're doing it, Gary, you're going to get to play and you're going to get to pursue a championship. So as a player, I would embrace it. They're, they're getting paid. They're getting a chance to do what they want to do. And I would embrace it under the circumstances. But you guys know, um, you want to play on your home field, on your home court, and in front of your fans. And you, you, you generate and you derive energy from that, um, from the fans. So this is a chance for players to show how they you got to reach back, man, and you've you got to reach to what got you here. And you guys know this. To, to really accomplish, it's got to come from within. So but, you've got to reach back and grab from within. But the, the thing to me about all of this is I mean, they're talking about playing games from like 9 in the morning to 10, 11 o'clock at night each and every day as they try to get through eight regular season games. Prior to that, they'll have one or two uh, exhibition games to, to get themselves ready to go down there. Everybody essentially staying at the same resort or area down there, limited to golf courses, uh, in in that resort or outdoor restaurants, it just seems to me like there is gonna it's gonna be a whole different way of life that everybody's gonna have to get accustomed to. But then on top of that, now the reports coming out today that possibly two thirds of the top forty players didn't want this deal to begin with. They never got to vote on it. The executive committee voted for the players and never took an actual vote. And apparently there's a bunch of guys that are saying they're just not going to come if they get forced into playing this way. That's going to be a complete fiasco if these NBA teams go play this season and, you know, a bunch of the really good players don't show up. Well, you know, Spark, um, I had not heard that until you just told me that that portion of it. Um, it. I would hate it as a player, but I would also look at it from the standpoint of, hey, I, I'm going to get to pursue it. It's either that or nothing. Because how else can they do it? I think the NBA's done a great job of putting it together. Would I like it? No. But, you know, I would say to these players that don't want to show up, well, uh, are you also willing to not take your paycheck? I see, you know, baseball players want to be paid. I understand that. I did, too, even though it was, (laughs) as you guys on the call that played, no, we played for meager amounts. And it was probably more important that we got what we got because we didn't have as much uh, that these guys do today. But if you're going to have that attitude, you also have to have the attitude, I'm going to give up my income. And, 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 you know, in today's world, no matter what they do in terms of the NBA, baseball, or football, it's not going to be received well by everybody. It just isn't. So uh, I, I find it easy to 
criticize and push things in and out because that's the way we are today. Um, I, I think it's an intolerable, impossible situation that I think the NBA is trying to do the best they can. That, that's my take. Johnny, Mike, uh, how much transition do you think, in your professional opinion, will we see with the new ownership group transitioning to a different owner? I mean, the thought process, you know, he's going to be, uh, has to make a historical uh, decision when he's going to assume offer Giannis the max in October. Um, do you think it'll be kind of the same? We probably won't notice it because he's more of a fan than the other young man, more of his business side. Do you think we'll see any differences uh, with the new ownership? You mean as as the two two of the four top guys transition, yeah. uh, one off the board of governors, one on the board of governors? Exactly. Yeah. Is that what you're saying, Leroy? And how? Yeah, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah. I, I, Wow, I've never been asked that question, and um, um, it's a good one. I, I, I don't know. Um, I think mm-hmm. they, they both, all four, all four of the top guys, you know, that, I think they've done a great job. I, I really do, and not just for the Bucks, but for the community. And Absolutely. you guys have seen that, too. I, I do think there will be different pressure points, different style. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't know either one of them well enough. To, to determine what that would be, um, I, I would assume that all of them are on board with we're going to go lock Giannis up. We want it. Right. <laughs> right? I mean, yeah. and, and I'm hoping that, you know, the way that it's structured, again, you guys know this. Uh, Sparky, I know you're, you're on top of this. Um, the way it's structured, the Bucks can pay him more than anyone else. And so mm-hmm. now it's a matter of, like many other people, um, in all the sports, they've chased other parts of their dreams, whether it's a ring, um, like LeBron did, or other reasons that they move from place to place. Uh, hopefully it, it will ring true with Giannis, and, and he will end up staying because of all the things yeah. he said and believes in. I hope fame and money won't change him. And and I would believe that from an ownership standpoint, they're going to pull all the stops out to remain on that course. After that, Leroy, I have no clue. Yeah, the reason why I say that, because they were so supportive of the uh, protests. They really were. Uh, Peter Fagan was out there, and we saw all the players in unison. George Hill, you know, he spoke passionately about in Indiana, him having to go through the same thing. And it just seemed like to me they're full on board with supporting, you know, their players. And one thing that Giannis did say that made me think that he is going to stay is when he said he didn't want his son to grow up, you know, paraphrasing, of course, this kind of hatred that's going on. You don't want hate in his son's heart. So that let me, anytime a guy invokes his kid, that make me think that Milwaukee is his home. And let's put to bed these rumors that he's leaving the Golden State or some of these other pieces. Because people still think that he's leaving. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, and I think people think that because we've seen so much of it in, in the NBA. And, yeah, and yeah, you know, where's yeah. Brady now in the NFL and on yeah, and on? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, and, and people, you know, um, Everyone evolves and everyone changes. Some, you know, go one direction and some the other. And, and how much Giannis will have been changed when he makes that final decision 
from the person that when he came here remains to be seen. I know that he's always demonstrated a pure heart and a guy that's that you've been able to believe and that seems to follow through with what he says. And and uh, I, I hope that's true because I, I think the world of him, and not just as a player, but what he's been as a person and how he's dealt with everything he's had to deal with here in America when he came. Um, you know, he didn't even have a winter coat. I mean, it was what he's done is, is remarkable. So all we can all do now is what people will do, speculate and hope. You know, Johnny exactly. Mack, if you look at Giannis right now, you, you talk about really from where he came from to what he is right now today, and then we saw him uh, last week, uh, March, here in, in Milwaukee. I mean, you, you just see a young man just really has matured and grown with the family here. You talk about his basketball game. That's most certainly has got be- gotten better since he's first gotten here. Would you ever thought that you see Giannis in part of a movement like we are right now today uh, in the well, city of Milwaukee? You know, those are all great points. And, and you know, he has really become uh, a leader uh, in every category of his yeah. team, uh, trying to in the community, uh, all of the above. And, and again, I, I think for those of us that have been blessed to, to watch and I've used this term a lot, to watch this Chia pet grow right in front of us. One, I said that on the air as an athlete, but to watch him grow so rapidly in such a short period of time when he came here uh, with the background he had with no knowledge, no experience, not only as a player, but as just a, a citizen and a human being, and to see what he's become this rapidly, I'm not sure... We've ever seen that on the sports scene uh, at, at, at this magnitude, and and I just tip my hat to him, and and it tells you how bright he is, how astute he is, and how caring he is. Quite frankly, talking with John McLaughlin here on the Wendy's Big Show, served up hot and fresh on the fan. John and Mike, is it possible? Now this is a real cerebral question. Is it possible to live in one area? where you grew up your whole life and say you were a, a Knicks fan, whatever reason. And then you moved to like LA and you're a Laker fan. But at the end, say your parents are like military, you're moving all over. Is it possible to have multiple teams that you pull for? Or do you think, hey, the first team, that's the only team you can pull for. Nope, you gotta just stay with that team. Because my nephew, uh, at his job, he is a full, I mean, of course, he's a Packer fan, and he's a Bucks fan, okay? But before uh, I came up here, he was a huge Knicks fan. The Knicks are terrible. So his friends would say, no, you got to be a Knicks fan. You can't be a Bucks fan. Is it possible to be multiple fans, or you just need to stay? I mean, how do you see that? So are Sparky and, and Gary giving you these questions? No, he's doing Pretty this all. Much. He's doing this all on his own. No, he gets yeah, full he's, credit. He's kind of, yeah, yeah, he's kind of all over. Full the place. credit. Yeah, he's all over the place, Johnny Mac. Just he go need with help. Him. My nephew need help. Man. Yeah, just he, go they, with they him. There's no, business, there's man. no rhyme or reason to these questions he's asking. Just go with it. <laughs> Gary, he's one of those bright football players, huh? 
Well, hey, I, I need mean, to know this you stuff. Know, you know, he's, you know, <laughs> no, I'll, get you, I'll get you two started. Yeah, I, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you know, I think it's a good question. I, I think uh, that question really did apply back in the day. I, uh, when when it, the world was smaller, I think a Knicks fan was a Knicks fan for life. And, yes. um, and, and especially some of the older teams like that, you know. Um, it, but I think as you come into the new era, um, you, you'll see people change more because of technology, because I, I, I get every day I get letters, people sending me my cards, anywhere from one to three or four, almost every day, certainly weekly, and you guys probably do too. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and I see how people have evolved and changed in regards to their loyalties. Um, I still think that, like Celtics fans and Knicks fans, and some of the older teams um, are for life almost. It's like Packer fans, uh, although they're in bigger markets than than you know Packer fans are Green Bay and Milwaukee and Wisconsin. Uh, but that loyalty gets tested. Um, we've seen that with the Knicks franchise. Um, in the past, we saw it a little bit with the Packers franchise. If you go back. Uh, through some rough eras, uh, I think that people are more willing to move on and make new elite, uh, alliances and followings. But I still think there's that group, Leroy, of, of people that, no matter what, they're going to be a Celtics fan. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah, uh, yeah. But but I don't sense. think that will apply as much to teams don't that don't have as much of the history of a, of a Packers or Celtics or a Knicks. Did I answer that? I, that was perfect. That's my. That'd be my opinion. I don't know if you guys agree with that. Uh, no, I agree with that. Yeah, it's just. I think there's less loyalty today. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking like right down in the dirt loyalty in every area. There's just less yep. of it today. I, you know, for for whatever reasons, perhaps it's the the ability to communicate worldwide so quickly. Perhaps that's changed it. But that would be my take on it. Johnny Mac, nice. what's your what's your take on uh, everything going on uh, in the country right now, involving obviously uh, the George Floyd uh, killing in Minneapolis, all the protests uh, that have occurred. We've seen Jabari Parker come back to Milwaukee and walk in the protests first, uh, and then a, a week later, Bucks players got involved. Uh, they were involved in the protests uh, for a couple of weekends too, uh, including Giannis uh, being front and center for those protests for Bucks players. Billy Turner. Packers offensive line has been in a couple of them uh, around the state of Wisconsin. He was on with Bill Michaels uh, earlier today here on the fan. What's your take? Well, I, I have found that, you, you know, no matter what your take is, you got to be careful um, uh, in, in what you come out publicly with. And, and I would just say this, Sparky, I, I just hope that it makes us a better country, uh, a better people, uh, more concerned about each other. Um, it, it in every nationality, um, you know. I, I I played in the league with a lot of very good friends of mine that are are black. We're black athletes. I'm very close with them. I care I care about them greatly, and I just hope that everybody can kind of meet in the middle someday. Which it seems like in every aspect, politically and all, you know. As you all know, we're more polarized. 
and polarization isn't necessarily good um, when it excuse me when it comes to solving problems. So I guess Spark, that would be what I would say. I, I I hope it's all for good and we end up in a great place as a country. You know, and and also though though Jenny Mac, but you you play when you play in an era where it, it wasn't. I mean, we still had some some sort of protest going on. We were talking to Dave Robinson uh, last week, uh, for our Green Bay Packer uh, Hall of Famer, and he, and he told a story once. And they went to play, I think, the Saints, the New Orleans Saints, down in New Orleans, and and they would not let the black players stay with the white players. And then Vince Lombardi says, "You know what? That that's not going to happen. We are a team. We all need to stay together." And yep. so he stopped going to to New Orleans to play them because he wouldn't let all his team. His teammates, his his team stay together. And I think when you see a team, whether it be basketball, football, baseball, I think if we could all come together, like doing something like that, because I think within a team, we know we all need to work together, no matter what the race is. Man, I agree a hundred percent. I I, um, I I know back, you know, where I grew up, uh, and and through that era, um, the the racism was was almost below the the radar. You know, um, I, I uh, grew up in a small town in Indiana, and we had a, a fairly large black population, and I was always on, on teams with white and black players, and we got along great, and, and, and we did really well. But um, to, to, to know what, you know, guys came through, um, like you just described, and, and to hear the stories of a coach saying, nope, if – if he doesn't stay here, none of us stay here. Uh, that's the right thing to do, and and that I hope is less prevalent today. Uh, but then, obviously, years passed. Uh, however, it's still an issue. You know, Johnny Mac, uh, when we talk about uh, Giannis uh, being out front and center in this thing, um, with the supermax on the line coming up. Uh, his stardom really taking off. And you look at a guy like Michael Jordan who wouldn't touch this with a 10-foot pole if he was playing uh, back in the day in his prime. And now you're seeing younger guys like Giannis not afraid to step out. Jalen Brown for the Boston Celtics. Malcolm Brogdon, the former Buck, he's out in the middle of this. Uh, how do you view a guy like Giannis by by standing up for this police brutality and Black Lives Matters and, and putting him out, and putting himself out there? You know, it's interesting, isn't it, guys? You, you've... Yeah. Uh, you, 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 we've all come from different eras on this phone call and the people listening yes. and, and mm-hmm. to see what, you know, the, the people like Giannis are willing to do today that, you know, in the past it was more difficult. But, you know, you saw Bill Russell you do it. You saw Oscar do it in different ways. You know, uh, Jim Brown, uh, Muhammad Ali, you know, it does go back. And, and there was a lot of this uh, where the black athlete did stand up in a different time, in a different way, in a different, um, you know, uh, um, coverage, if you will, in terms of media. But it, it was there then, and, and I, I'm sure that a guy like Giannis, has, you know, he's smart. Um, I, I think he's done research, and he, and he knows history, and he knows things, and, and I think that's why, you know, he's engaged the way he is, and he knows he's influencing people, and, and I think it's impressive on his behalf. Johnny Mac, John McLaughlin, Bucks legend here on the really Wendy's Big Show. So, what have you been doing to, to keep yourself relatively busy here lately, Johnny Mac? Well, thanks. Um, you know, it's interesting, guys. Uh, uh, 
I, I still do some things for the Bucks when they ask, but there hasn't been much of that, as you know. And and the MAC Fund, uh, I spend a lot of time on in the summer. We have about 80 events a year, and many of them are in the summer, and and we've certainly been impacted greatly, which means uh, that's less money for childhood cancer research. So usually in the summer, I'm at, at things all the time, events, whether it's golf outings or the Trek bike ride, and and basketball events and and softball and on and on and on, and so some of them we've lost, some of them have been postponed to the fall. Although I don't see that any changing in the fall, um, and some have tried to change their look for right now, like Trek, um, which is our biggest one day event, raises between eight fifty and a million. Uh, we're going to do it virtually, and we're going to try to do it differently. And Trek has taken hold of this behind John Burke, and they're really after it and and want to make it as good as we can. So those are things that I've been able to do. Have I've been on some Zoom calls. I was on one today. Um, but my wife and I at our ages, we've we've been staying in a lot, and um, but realizing also we just this is longer than a few months that we still have to go out but be smart about it. Guys, uh, you know, distancing I think is really important. But – I've been able to stay just busy enough. Summer coming on has certainly helped. And um, being able to work out once in a while helps. Uh, I can do that in my home. So I appreciate the ask, though, Spartan. Absolutely. Well, hey, man, take care of yourself, you and your wife, and uh, we'll talk to you once the season gets going again. Hey, guys, anytime. You know that. Appreciate all of you. Absolutely. Take care. There he is, John McLaughlin, Bucks legend here on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. As your passion on growing your home, Great Midwest Bank Home Renovation Loan may give you the space it deserves. Visit GreatMidwestBank.com today. Simply local lending since 1935. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.